This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Here's Morse to Beal to A. For all you animal lovers, a panda and a unicorn can coexist in the wild. <laughs> it's NBC Sports Washington's Chris Miller on the call. Wizards off to a 3-1 start here on the young season. And joining us right now on the BetQL guest hotline, Bet Smarter, Beat the Books, download the BetQL app today, is royalty in this business the play-by-play voice for your Washington Wizards, Chris Miller. You can follow him on Twitter, at CMillsNBCS. What's going on, Goat? How you doing, my man? Young fella, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. How you nothing, doing? Nothing much, man. I'm trying to keep myself calm, man. Listening to you on the calls the past few games has been exciting, man. You and Drew <laughs> you and Drew really got this thing figured out, man. I'm so proud of y'all. Man, I appreciate that, man. We're a work in progress. Uh, but <laughs> As having the Wizards, a blast. Uh, yeah, man, just having a blast. Uh you know, I told people before I got the job, man, it's kind of like I'm the dude that you were at the bar together watching the game. I'll clean up the language, but we're going to catch a vibe. <laughs> we're going to have fun watching this team, and, you know, it's good early start. Early returns are good, and we'll keep the good times rolling. We want to talk about catching a vibe, man. Four games in, it seems as if Washington's caught their vibe. All off season, they talked about how they wanted this team to get tougher how they wanted to be better defensively, specifically containing guys off of the dribble and running teams off of that three-point line. Four games in, Chris, the Wizards have 105 defensive rating. That's good for seventh in the NBA. Do you think this play is sustainable for 82 games? You know, I learned my lesson last year after they started 10-3, and <laughs> and that was, you know, I had the pom-poms out, and I was ready for a parade to just – Kind of pump my brakes, man. I just want to let, – let's wait about 20 games right. before we really kind of look at you know, where their numbers are, where they rank, all this other stuff, because there's still a lot of new guys. The chemistry is still needs to be figured out. But I, I do like just their toughness. Um, the, the DeLon Wright, to me, like, yeah. just – I hope he's okay. I, I know he's getting an MRI today on the hamstring, but – the little things I've noticed matter. Deflections. You know, I was talking to West Hotel Jr. about this today. And I said, you know, last year we weren't a good pace team. You know, we just didn't put a lot of pace into the game. But now we put pace in the game, but we're not a fast break team. Right. And I was like, is the difference the reason we're just getting deflections and then we can get out and run? And he's like, absolutely. So it's not really something schematic offensively. Linnell they're doing. It's actually defense initiating a better pace this season. But again, small sample size, but I I do see a difference in their defensive makeup. And it's something as simple as putting a hand in the passing lane that can create really good opportunities offensively. Yeah, you talked about DeLon Wright, and I've been thoroughly impressed with his play. 2.8 steals per contest right now through the first four games. I know it's early. That's third in the NBA, though, and he's not getting the minutes 
of the guys that are in front of him, guys like Fred Van Vliet, who's the starting point guard out in Toronto. Are you surprised he's been able to make this type of impact early? I love what I saw, uh, what was it, after the first game, Chris, where they gave out the defensive player of the game belt. That's how you establish a culture and an identity defensively, something that you know escaped this team last year when it really mattered. Talk about DeLon yeah, not, a little bit more in detail, and then what type yeah, of – Yeah, I'm not surprised yeah. because I just remember us playing him in the playoffs a couple of years ago when he was in Toronto, and he was doing the same thing. I mean, he was just giving us fits in the playoffs because of his ability to defend and defend really at a high level. You think of a 6'5 point guard. And nothing against the point guards that backed up um, last year. Right. But DeLon's length is noticeable. Like, the way he goes out his hands in the passing lanes and, and just really guards on ball, I mean, it's noticeable, like, right away. And the question is, can it be sustainable? Again, hopefully the MRI comes back where he's not going to miss significant time with the hamstring. But the early returns are, uh, that guy's the real deal. And really, all three of the vets that they brought in, you think of Monte Morris and his assist-to-turnover ratio, only two turnovers um, so far this year. And Will Barton, and you saw Barton last night when Brad went out with his back tightness. Barton was like, oh, okay, it's thrill time. Let me cue thrill up. And then he is a bucket. So, now, I like what I'm seeing from these guys, and, and they look like they like each other, and yeah. that kind of matters, right? It yeah. kind of matters that there's some good chemistry out there on the floor. Yeah, Kyle Kuzma and others have made a big deal about how much the guys on the team like each other uh, right now. I think that's leading to this early success. Do you feel like the guys didn't like each other last year? And, and how would you assess the overall chemistry of this team thus far? You know, I'll, I'll say last year I, I thought they did. Right. And then I, I think agendas and egos and all those things that normally lead to bad chemistry kind of reared its head, uh, really at the worst time. But early on, I think these guys really do like each other, and I think they hold each other accountable. I, I think when Brad checks somebody or, or one of the vets checks Brad, I mean, it's all coming from a caring place. So right. you know, as we speak right now, I'm knocking on wood, knocking <laughs> on the top of my head. Hopefully all this stuff sticks uh, and they can continue to play really good basketball. I just like how they answered the bell last night. Right. You know, they feel like they gave one away in Cleveland. Late turnovers, not being able to hit free throws, not being able to box out, all those things kind of led to an overtime loss. But to come back and to beat a team in Detroit that they were supposed to beat uh, and beat them the way that they did really, really speaks to how these guys don't want to have losing streaks going. And Friday they'll take on Indiana again for the second time in like two weeks. So – Hopefully they can stockpile wins because the next five after that are going to be tough. Very, very tough. Somebody who will help them get through that tough spat, tough patch, though, Chris, uh, is Kyle Kuzma. He's picking up right where he left off last year, scoring in bunches. And really, C. Mills, what's, what's impressed me with Kyle is his rebounding and just how aggressive he's been off the bounce getting downhill. Are we surprised at all by what we've gotten from Kuz since he's arrived here in D.C.? Uh, the rebounding part I was surprised with. Um, his clutch gene, I was surprised with, with so many big shots he hit last year. I think at Detroit, I think at Cleveland, I think at home against Chicago before that doggone DeRozan hit that unbelievable corner three to win that game. But Kyle hit a big shot even to get the Wizards to that point. Those things kind of surprised me. Uh, he's still growing. I mean, he's like 6'10". It's crazy <laughs> it's to amazing. me. Like, bro, are you going to be a footer before it's all said and done? <laughs> he just, you know, like last night, what he had, 25 last night? It's mm-hmm. not quiet. But it's in the flow of the offense, not a 17 shooting. Um, that, to me, is kind of cool. So, 
you know, when you look at a big three, right, we know mm-hmm. it's Beal, it's Porzingis. You know, Kyle Kuzma to me just seems like the perfect third option, if that's what you want to call him, right. because he gets a lot of action off if there's a pick and roll with Porzingis and Beal. He's on the opposite side in the corner. They kick it out to him. He knocks down the three. The spacing uh, has been probably the best spacing I've seen from this Wizards team in a long time because, again, there's no two bigs like they used to have with Gortat mm-hmm. and Mayday. Now you've got the one big and Porzingis who can stretch teams out now. You can shoot. He can get the ball at the nail. He can pop out to a three. And that just leaves so many cutting lanes for the Wizards. So for Kuzma – He's really taking advantage, I think, of the spacing out there on the floor. Because, I mean, who are you going to key in on? If Brad has the ball, Porzingis is setting the screen, and Kuzma's in the corner, good luck for any <laughs> team in the league really trying to defend all of that. Yeah, definitely. I 100% agree with you. Joining us right now on the BetQL guest hotline, Bet Smart to Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today. Is the play by play voice of your Washington Wizards, Chris Miller. You can give him a follow on the Twitter sphere at CMillsNBCS. You mentioned everybody being able to buy into their role and, and the even shot distribution that we've seen thus far between this big three of Kyle Kuzma, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and Bradley Beal. I'm really impressed about how everyone on the team seemingly has bought into their role offensively right away. They're playing free and unselfish right now. We're talking to Wes. How difficult of a task has that been for him, knowing that he's got three bona fide scores and he's got to try to calm those egos down? Well, I think there's obviously – role definition. I mean, there's a hierarchy in scoring, mm-hmm. which is obvious. Everybody knows it's Brad, it's KP, it's Kyle, and kind of everybody else kind of getting where you fit in. But I don't mean that in like a negative way. I, I mean it in a way of, look, Brad's going to get the most shots. KP's probably going to get the second most shots. And then it kind of like trickles down from there. But if you have a hot night, I mean, things can change. This could be a subject to change type offense. You know, I think of Barton last night. You know, Brad leaves the game. We need offense. Barton's like, I got you. Let's you go. know what I mean? So, yeah, like, there are guys it. that are, you know, I consider Barton like the the sixth starter. I mean, mm-hmm. he, I mean he, he could start. But right. I think the reason why they have Denny in the starting lineup is they want to have a defensive presence in the beginning of the game, kind of lock in on who others the other team's best player. And then that way Barton can come off instant offense. He's playing with uh, DeLon Wright. So now you've got – Two veterans. Wright is a good defender. And, you know, the fact that, you know, Will Barton can score, you know, all three levels. And then everybody else kind of fans out. Rui Hachimura, we haven't talked about him yet. He can be a potential starter. And I like how he was really aggressive in the preseason. I thought he was terrific in Japan when we were over there. And, And he has had moments in the early part of this season. So the hierarchy is important. I think in the NBA, and it's really important for this team to kind of know where the shots will be coming from. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit more, a little bit more about Rui Hachimura in specific terms to the rotation. We saw last night West kind of switched that rotation up, taking Kuz out early for Rui, and that allows Kuz to play more with that bench unit uh, instead of them mm-hmm. just playing five whole bench guys at a time. Do you like that move from West? And if you did, why? Well, it makes sense because you still need to have a legit scoring threat out there. And I think being able to manage the minutes of the starters, you know, I remember, you know, when the Bulls were in their heyday, you know, Scotty Pippen would play with the second unit and then MJ would come in and then Scotty would sit down. And I think the Clippers kind of wanted to do that with Kawhi and PG, but, you know, every team really can do that. You don't have to just, 
sit your starters and then play your second unit five. You know, you can mix them and, and try to find a really good combination. One combination that I really liked last night is when you had Kuzma playing with the second unit. Yeah. Because you still have a, a floor spacer out there when you talk about having Gafford and Wright and Barton and Hachimura. Hachimura and Kuzma playing together, I like that because both of them can play small ball five. Both of, both of them can do that. So they can guard the smaller fives in the league. And then they both can shoot threes, and they're very diverse in their offense. So I do like the switching up of maybe two starters and three reserves or maybe one starter, best you know, second, third best player playing with the second unit. Yeah, I think it's going to be something, and tell me if you agree with this, it's going to be a fluid situation moving throughout the season. Because right now in the starting five, you mentioned they got Denny lined up at the three because they wanted to bring that defensive intensity. But you see Will Barton's finished the game. And what he and you mentioned the scoring punch that he's providing for this team off the bench. It sounds like Wes has a really good problem on his hands right now as to how he's going to, you know, allow the play of these guys to dictate that rotation on a night in and night out basis. Yeah, and Drew Gooden always calls it great problems. You right. got great problems <laughs> when you have you know options. And you know, I think the recipe for this team is I'm looking at like the stats from last night. You know, they led by as many as 23, but they only turned the ball over 12 times. Missed That's tough. important. Yeah. Maximize your possessions. They got 54 points in the paint, and they had 44 bench points. That's how you score 120 points in this league, yep. right? I don't care if it's the Pistons or if it's you know the Nets or whoever. If you get that kind of balanced scoring, they got 26 from Hachimura and Barton combined. I mean that's 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 it. Your starters do starter things. You know, Kuz with 25, Porzingis with 20, and again, Beal only played 22 minutes because he's dealing with that back tightness. He scores 13, but Linnell, he scored 11 of his 13 when it mattered in the fourth quarter. It's the second or second time in three games we've really seen him turn things on in the fourth quarter. Uh, in the game last Friday night against Chicago, we saw him come alive uh, from a scoring standpoint in that fourth quarter. I'm going to let you go on this, Chris. I've really been impressed with Chris Stapps Porzingis, man, in, in his offensive game. Specifically, Chris, out of that, that mid to low post area, you know it. He's a quick decision maker and has been really decisive as to whether or not he's going to pass or attack in your mind. Uh, how has that helped this team through the first four games? Look, man, he's a, <laughs> he's a tough matchup. That's a tough you. cover. You know, when you're 7-3 and you can stretch the defense out 23 feet and beyond and you got a mid-post game and you can get it on the block and do some work, man, good luck. Like I, <laughs> I didn't appreciate him until he came on our team where you could see him every night. You know, you'd see him on league right. pass. You know, like, oh, yeah, unicorn, I get it, whatever. No, man, that's a tough cover. I don't care who you are. That's just a really difficult person to try to figure out. The one thing that I have noticed, though, he has gotten himself in foul trouble in a couple of games. Yeah. He's already fouled out of one game. He had five fouls last night. So, you know, for the Wizards to be at their best level, uh, he has to be out there on the floor. You know, before the game yesterday, I, I was talking to Drew, and I think I mentioned it on the air. You know, the Wizards have, like, I think they're 116 points per 100 possessions when he's on the floor. Yeah. He's, they're 89 points per 100 possessions when he's not on the floor. So that tells you right there how valuable he is for yeah. this team. Yeah, I completely agree, completely agree with you, man. Look, you say he's a tough cover. They want to call him a unicorn, man, but ask Nikola Vucevic, man, what he did Friday night on the step-back triple C mills. Holy cow. <laughs> I mean, uh, remind me of uh, he had, Kevin Durant, He had him dancing, didn't he? I'm telling <laughs> he <had him> you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, hey, Chris, I wanted to, I wanted to ask, let you go on this, man. What did you think about the uniform combinations, man? I know 
uh, this season, the 25th anniversary. They're trying to pay homage to that big three uh, they announced today. Uh, I believe it's two, three Fridays from now. Uh, they'll have a reunion where they'll have Karan, Hibachi, and, and Anton all in the same location. Have you been a fan of the throwback uniforms or, or what? Well, those throwback jerseys were the ones that I remembered when I first came to town right. back in 2007. So for me, it's nostalgia. It's, uh, as you said, a chance to celebrate the big three that had this city, you know, going crazy. You know, at one point, you know, when they were in their heyday, Linnell, they had the best record in the East at the All-Star break, man. They, they were – it's funny when you talk to, like, Drew Gooden, who was playing with the Cavs yeah. during those three years during the playoffs, he talked about just how difficult it was to – figure out that Princeton offense, try to guard Antoine Jameson. You know, ultimately the Cavs won all three years because they had that guy named LeBron James. Right. But <laughs> those first rounds were, they were some battles. So I'm, telling you. I'm happy that the big three get to come back and we get to celebrate all three of them uh, against the Miami Heat. But yeah, love the jerseys. I love the cherry blossom jerseys. Those are dope also. So I think they've done a really good job with these jerseys this year. But celebrating 25 years of Wizards basketball, you can't beat it. I think of my man Rod Strickland. Yes, I think sir. of you know. I think of Richard Rip Hamilton, who we interviewed when we were over in Japan. Uh, so yeah, man, it's cool. I should just turn the, the clock back. They just got DJ bit. Cool with with the uh, the video, which is really cool in the intros. So yeah, yeah I'm all it. for it. I loved it, man. Look, hopefully this team this year has the postseason success that that Big Three had, man. Hopefully, so who are you telling, man? Hey, hey. <laughs> right, definitely, definitely. That's Chris Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Chris, I'll talk to you soon here. Look forward to talking to you uh, throughout the duration of this season, man. Hey, Linnell, I appreciate it, brother. Congratulations on your success, man. Keep grinding. Yes, sir, my man, always, always. That's Chris Miller joining us on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Check him out each and every Wizards game on NBC Sports Washington, man. The new play-by-play voice for the Zardos, one of the good guys in this business, making it do what it do. When we come back, We'll react to some of what we heard from Chris Miller. Some interesting nuggets in that piece. I want to specifically touch on the impact of DeLone Wright defensively and just how good this Wizards bench mob could be. All that and more coming up next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
Once again, I want to give a big shout-out to Chris Miller, the play-by-play voice of your Washington Wizards. He just joined us in the last segment. If you go to the top of the 8 o'clock hour using the Odyssey Rewind feature, you'll be able to catch up on that good conversation I just had with Chris Miller. Some interesting takeaways from that conversation because anytime I get the opportunity to talk to royalty, only A-listers here on Overtime, by the way, Chris Miller is one of those guys. Being the play-by-play voice of a basketball team, it's almost like you're part of the team. So Chris Miller travels with his team on road trips. He went with the club to Japan back in late August, back in early October, excuse me. So he understands what this group is trying to build. And I think it's something special. I really do. I'm a firm believer in what Coach Wes Unsell Jr. uh, is trying to get this team to do. Last year, as Chris alluded to during the interview, it was fool's gold, talking about that hot start that they were able to get off to. Sustaining that play throughout an 82-game season is so difficult, specifically when you talk about how well they were playing defensively. And through the first four games of the season, they're doing that as well. Washington right now, seventh in the entire NBA uh, in total defense right now. So this is a group who is establishing their identity and trying to build a defensive culture. And one of the things that I you know, talked to Chris Miller about was they have this thing that they do now, talking about the Wizards, at the end of each win. I don't know if it's at the end of each game. I think it's at the end of each win. They give out their defensive player of the game championship belt. I'm a big WWE guy myself. So anytime I see someone donning championship gold, that means he's somebody. The who's who. And the fact that Washington's giving that to their defensive player of the game, it lets you know exactly what Wes Unsell Jr. is trying to do. There is a culture and an identity that they're trying to create right now. And doing things like giving your defensive player of the game a championship belt, it does nothing but get guys to buy in to that facet of the game. And as you all know, man, Washington has got three guys in Bradley Beal, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and Kyle Kuzma that can go out and get you 25 points on any given night. If the Wizards are going to reach their goals that they've set for themselves this season, it all starts on the defensive end of the floor. And I love it. I love it. That look and look at the teams that played in the finals last year. Talking about Golden State and Boston. Two teams that were both top five in defensive rating. That matters in this league. Everybody can go out and score 20, 25 points a night. Can you stop the opposing team from doing so? That's the big separator. And right now, through four games, don't want to get too far ahead of myself, through four games, Washington's done that. And I think it's something that they're going to be able to sustain moving forward because they've now bought in completely, one through 15 on that roster, in that mentality. They all want to defend. Coach Wes Huntsell Jr. was talking about Bradley Beal in his play defensively, and I, and I loved hearing about it because Brad, Brad's one of your best players arguably the best player on your team. So for him to be bought in on that side of the ball, it should be a trickle-down effect. And I think Washington should be able to get contributions defensively out of everybody. It's not like Washington lacks the athleticism and skill to play good defense. A lot of the times in the NBA, it's a long, long season. You got to get yourself up 82 nights to go out and play balls to the wall on defense. That's tough. That's tough. It'll be interesting to see as we move throughout the season here 
Can Washington do it on a consistent basis? I'm scrolling through Twitter earlier, getting ready for the show, and StatMuse, one of my favorite, favorite pages uh, on the old Bird app, it's called StatMuse, M-U-S-E. There are only two teams right now in the Eastern Conference that have three wins in the NBA. The reigning, defending Eastern Conference champion Boston Celtics and your Washington Wizards. So don't look too far ahead, but maybe, just maybe, premier basketball is going to be back here in Chocolate City. We'll continue to talk about the Wizards as the show rolls on here. About an hour and a half left with you before Tech Talk gets rolling. I'll go to the phones here next. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P is how you reach me on Twitter and Instagram. As we mentioned, Washington off to an impressive 3-1 and start on the young season. What's been the most impressive part about this good start for D.C. thus far? I'll tell you what I think, and we'll hear from head coach Wes Unsell Jr. as well. All that and more coming up next here on Overtime. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 1 to give a big thanks to our guest tonight, Chris Miller, the play-by-play voice for your Washington Wizards on NBC Sports Washington, and David Harrison, co-host of the Locked On Commanders podcast. He joined us as well. We'll get back to the Commanders at the top of the 9 o'clock hour, and we'll talk about does winning cure everything. Pete Haley of NBC Sports Washington had a very intriguing piece uh, that he wrote yesterday. We'll dig deeper into that uh, coming up at the top of the 9 o'clock hour. Right now, though, I want to hit the phones, one 800 1067 N-E-L-L underscore BTP is how you reach me on Twitter. Washington, talking about the Wizards, off to a 3-1 and one start. They're playing really good defense. Guys are sharing the ball. In your mind, though, what's been the biggest, most impressive thing, in your opinion, to Washington's 3-1 and one start? MGM, National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open, 1-800-636-1067. Twitter and Instagram, N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Let's go to PJ, who's in rest and wants to tap it. What's going on, PJ? Hey, guys. First of all, thank you for having me. It's always a, a privilege, not a, not a right to be on there. And uh, I also love hearing uh, Chris Miller. I never met the guy, but uh, he's a really cool guy. He's just one of those guys that seems, uh, you know, no matter what kind of day he's having, whatever, he's always going to come with positivity energy. He's one of those people that you're just better off uh, knowing. You know, he's just going to brighten your day a little bit. We don't have enough of those in the society. But yeah, so with the Wizards, uh, I'm right there with you, man. I, I'm, I'm liking this team. Uh, it's a deep team. It's got a lot of depth. And uh, my focus is, is this, right? So we are like ninth, 10th, 11th guy is better than a lot of other teams, ninth, 10th, 11th guy. Now, we may not be as stacked in our top four or five as some other teams, but our depth is killer. So I think what, you, what we got to do to take advantage of that is 
you know, when you have a deep team, you can really get your guys to play high energy, go out on defense, and uh, you can get, instead of some guy for 30 minutes doing like 80% effort, you can put somebody in for 20 minutes, but they're going all out, 100% 20 minutes, giving energy on both. Totally agree. Uh, With Chris Stapps, here's what I want to see them do. Uh, This always happens with Chris Stapps, where he's got the injuries, but he, he gets these periods of time where he plays really well, and Every team, the Knicks, uh, when he was in Dallas, and I hope he doesn't watch them. The coaches make the mistake that he's so good when he's out there. And he's, he's making buckets, he's blocking, right? So you want to get him 35, 40 minutes. I don't care how good he's playing. If he's going 10 for 10, he's blocking shots. They really got to keep this gentleman to about 28 to 32 minutes per game. He's seven foot three. When you're that tall, structurally, unfortunately, humans are not really meant to be that tall. There's right. a reason why people over seven feet have. I, I wish it wasn't true, right? But the, so the smart thing for um, Mr. Wentz, uh, Mr. Arnold, which is a really, I, I like the guy a lot. He's a really like a kind of guy that you really can get up and play for is keep him to 28 or don't try to squeeze it. Oh, if I play in five more minutes, I can squeeze out this wing. Cause if you lose him for two months and then with your permission, I think the phone monsters must've got PJ. I appreciate the call, buddy. I totally agree though, man. Chris Stapps for his is in the health of him moving forward. Uh, is definitely going to be vital for Washington. I thought PJ made another great point. Washington does have tremendous depth. And when you look at their depth, in my opinion, it's one of the reasons why they've got off to this hot start. And I, and I, and I totally agree with PJ. Now that you do have this improved depth, you're now able to ask, talking about Wes Unsell Jr., and require more on the defensive end because guess what, guys? If you're not going to do it, I got about three or four other guys on the bench that are scratching and clawing for significant playing time. It becomes an attitude and a mentality at that point. Right now, I think Wes Unsell Jr. is doing a hell of a job trying to create and establish that culture uh, here in Washington. Like I said, top of the 9 o'clock hour. We'll switch things back over to the Washington Commanders. But up next, I want to hit the phones. MGM National Harbor listener lines wide open, 1-800-636-1067. The Wizards out to a 3-1 start on the season. In your opinion, what's been the most impressive part about this 3-1 start? I'll give you more of my thoughts, plus take your calls next here on The Fan. Make sure you give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Talking all things Washington Wizards right now. And I'm really trying to get to the bottom of what's been the most impressive part of this team's 3-1 start. Is it the defense? Is it Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and his play? Is it the unselfishness of this group? Want to hear from you guys. 1-800-636-1067. Mo on Twitter, my good member, my good brother. Says, now, the Wizards could easily be 4-0 if it hadn't been for that loss in overtime to the Cleveland Cavaliers on the road. Kyle Kuzma's missed free throws and Beal's turnovers at the end in overtime contributed. I 100% agree. Late game Bradley Beal has been an interesting talking point on Wizards Twitter throughout this season. I've been particularly critical of him my damn self because I just don't think for a guy that's making $250 million, and I love him, love everything he does in the community, love how unselfish he plays, but man, in the big time moments, it just feels as if Bradley Beal hasn't been him, so to speak. So hopefully uh, that's something that doesn't continue for the entirety of this season, though. When I look at this 3 and one start for the Wiz, though, man, a lot of it has to do, in my opinion, with their defensive energy and intensity. I'm looking at some of the stats right here, right now. Washington's fourth in the NBA in opponent field goal percentage. That's a top five defense right now. Man, I know it's a small sample size and only four games, 
But to see things come to fruition that this group begged and pleaded for this offseason, anytime GM uh, Tommy Shepard got in front of a microphone, anytime head, head coach Wes Unsell Jr. got in front of a microphone, the things that they were talking about was they wanted to improve the toughness of this defense. I mean, and they wanted to get better defensively containing opposing guards off the bounce. They've done a hell of a job doing that. Their three-point defense was something that really struggled last year. Through the first four games, this is their 10th in opponent three-point defense. So clearly, this group has gotten off to a good start through the first four games on that side of the floor. Here's head coach Wes Unsell Jr. talking about those improvements defensively. Uh, I thought we were cleaner with our coverage. Um, and then more so second half than first. There were a lot of game plan errors that I thought allowed um, Detroit to hang around. We, we were up and, you know, that, that game could have gone to 20 and it, they cut it back to 10. So just the, having the discipline to stay the course, make sure we're communicating at a high rate, we're all in sync and locked in. Um, it's going to happen, but, you know, let's try to minimize those stretches as best we can. That's head coach Wes Unsell Jr. talking about the Wizards and their improved defense. I mean, I love it, though. Like I said, it's a mentality. It's a culture. It's an identity that they're trying to build and establish there uh, here in Washington. And when the numbers directly translate and correlate to success and wins and losses, I think it's huge. And it's a confidence builder uh, for this basketball team. I mentioned the defensive player of the game championship belt. Call me crazy and say I'm sicing it or I'm gassing it or it's not as big of a deal as I'm making it seem. That is huge. That's huge because guess what? Now unsung hero, a guy like Anthony Gill, is even more implored and in, in, to go out and be a star, quote-unquote, in his role. That is what Anthony Gill is on the floor for, to be a defensive stopper. The fact that Wes Unsell Jr. is now giving individual recognition for that, these guys are competitors at the end of the day. Now I want to be the number one champion on defense. I want to have the most, quote-unquote, championship reigns on the defensive end of the floor. So that's definitely been huge. Another part that's been huge to talking about the improvement defensively is the veterans that they brought in. Guys like Amonte Morris or DeLone Wright or Will Barton. Specifically Will Barton, though, man. What he's been able to bring them, instant punch in scoring off of the bench. I love everything about it. And the thing that, I, that really gets me going the most about Will Barton, it's almost like a Rucker Park style of game that he plays, man. As a native of Baltimore, getting able, getting the ability to come back home and play in front of his family, I know it's something that he definitely doesn't take for granted, and he relishes the opportunity. I think moving forward, though, it'll be interesting to see whether or not he remains a starter. He's finished, I believe, three of the four games that they've had he's finished. He brings you instant scoring at that three spot, though. I do agree with what, with what Chris Miller said. They're starting Denny Avdia for a reason. You already got three bona fide scores in your lineup in Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and Kyle Kuzma, and Bradley Beal. Adding Will Barton maybe having, you know, too many chefs in the kitchen, so to speak. But I know I'm not the only one that's been thrilled with the play of Will the Thrill Barton. Wes Unsell Jr. has been pleased as well. Gives us a lot of comfort. I mean, you never want to be without Brad, you know, for, for a long stretch. But he's a guy that you can play through. And he can create his own offense. Um, you know, he, he's pretty good in the open floor playing pick and roll, so there's a comfort level with having another facilitator, playmaker, ball handler on the floor uh, who can create offense. And it does take some pressure off of Brad and, of course, gives us a little um, parity with that second group. That's Coach Wes Sunsell Jr. talking about the importance of Will Barton and his play 
uh, with that second unit. I love, 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 love the makeup of that second unit right now, uh, especially with the move, the subtle move, I might add, that Will, excuse me, that Wes Unsell Jr. made last night. We talked about it with Chris Miller. You saw Rui Hachimura be the first man come off of the bench last night in place of Kyle Kuzma. What that allows you to do, and this is no shade to Anthony Gill, it allows you to give Anthony Gill a little bit less time. He's been the guy manning that backup four spot off the bench you get Rui Hachimura in the game early. That allows you to reinsert Kyle Kuzma back into the lineup. Now you can go with a bench mob of Will Barton, Kyle Kuzma, Daniel Gafford, DeLone Wright, and I'm missing somebody for some random reason here. Holy cow. I'm completely blanking on, on the fifth guy in that in that bench mob. Rui Hachimura. You, you, you allows him to play with that bench unit as well. And, and look. If Washington is going to reach their goals for this season, it's going to take all 12 to 15 guys on this roster to go out and do that. The big thing that I've loved, though, is it seems as if this is tough if you're West Unsell Jr., getting guys to buy in. And Chris Miller mentioned it. There is a hierarchy right now from the scoring spot on this basketball team. Guys are well aware. Look, Bradley Bill is making $250 million damn dollars. He better be getting the most shots each and every night. The fact that other guys are bought into that is important. Here's Chris Porzingis talking about that offensive hierarchy. I mean, I think it starts with Brad. Brad's just been making plays for everybody, sharing the ball. Even though, you know, he's the most talented guy, the most, the best scorer we have on the team. And if he does that, then the next guy has to make the, the next play, the, the right play, you know. And as I said, again, it kind of trickles down from him, starts from him. He's setting that example for everybody else. And, and, um, and yeah, we have to play that way to to to, to be a you know a team that that plays the right way and makes the right pass. That's Chris Stapsporzingis, the unicorn, talking about Bradley Beal and the importance of the guys on that team knowing, hey, look, he's going to be who this offense goes through. And one thing that Chris Stapps just mentioned that I love: if Bradley Beal is going out there and constantly, each and every possession down the floor offensively, if he's constantly making the right play. If he's constantly getting his teammates involved, there's a trickle-down effect. There is an expectation that is now set that, hey, look, this is Wizards basketball. This is how we're going to play. And offensively, through the first four games, man, you're seeing the fruits of that labor. Washington, right now, ninth in the NBA in paint points. That's because they're dishing the ball off well. They're one of the top teams in the NBA right now in assists as well. There is, there is something to what they're saying. And what they've been saying is that these guys like each other. Like, these, this is a group that, that that gets up to play for each other, that wants to be a good teammate to each and every guy on this roster. And it's showing up in the box, in the box score. Washington 15th right now in the NBA in total assists. Now that you find yourself in the upper echelon of the NBA in that category, it allows you to play freely. It allows you to trust guys. And it also builds confidence for some guys because, hey, look, Rui Hachimura isn't somebody who may not be a starter game in and game out for Washington, but if he's hot and has got it going, they're going to make sure he touches the basketball. If Kyle Kuzma's got the hot hand, he's going to get it. If Bradley Beal's got the hot hand, he's going to get it. But what Chris Stapps is saying is, look, we live and die with Bradley Beal when it comes to the offensive side of the basketball for us. Wes Unsell Jr. was also talking about Brad and his ability to defend and how much he feels like he's accepted the challenge on that end of the floor. 
And I think it was necessary, man, because if you're a guy like Bradley Beal, who let's be flat, be straight up at what he did. He cornered this franchise this offseason, basically saying, either you pay me and give me the no trade clause or I'm out. Once you back a team in a corner like that, and the organization responds the way that they did, going out and acquiring premier talent for you to put around you to make sure you got the best opportunity to win. Once you do that, man, it's tough to really argue if you're Bradley Beal. You got to make sure you're on your P's and Q's, so to speak. He's got to bring it every night defensively. And like I've been saying about the unselfish play, like I've been saying about the defensive effort, it is a trickle-down effect. If they see the highest-paid player on the team spending extra time committing to that side of the floor, then a guy like a Denny Avdia, who's trying to assert and establish himself in this league as a defensive stopper, is going to say, hey, look, even a guy like that, who's way more skilled than I am offensively, still brings it on that end of the floor each and every night. Hopefully the Wizards continue the hot start that they've been off to, 3-1 and one on the year thus far. They'll play again Friday night, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the Wizards will be back in action. The Indiana Pacers are going to be in town. They'll play them for the second time in two weeks. Washington had their season opener on the road in Indiana. They'll come to Chinatown on Friday night to take on the Wizards. Let's flip gears here a little bit. Final hour of power coming up here on Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. When we return, Pete Haley, NBC Sports Washington Commanders beat writer, wrote a pretty interesting story about the decisions that are going to have to be made moving forward when it comes to this Washington Commanders football team. The question is simple. Does winning cure everything? We'll get to the bottom of that and more next here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.